Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Okay, Kissel, before we begin today's episode, what I'm going to need you to do Uh is, number one, I'm going to need you to acknowledge your place in allowing HUD to be the slush fund for the (laughs) secret space program. Well, you know, it's not... Acknowledge? HUD... Okay, um, housing and urban development. I want you to acknowledge, number one, your knowledge, what you know, what you have known about the fact that there are several large slush funds inside of HUD that allow us to fund a secret space program. Well, it's not that secret. You just read about it on the internet. It's secret to some. But you know what's very interesting? You think HUD is the biggest program when it comes to uh, space programs, when it comes to nukes and nuclear energy? Nuclear? Nuclear? It is the Department of Energy. That is the most powerful department in the United States government. Yeah, they invented the light bulb. Isn't that interesting? But I'm saying that there is a a slush problem and i'm gonna keep saying slush i know because you're hungry and now i'm just now i just want a 7-eleven slush the, the, we uh the money is sliding money is sliding <laughs> out of our creases like <laughs> like let's say i went to sleep with a bunch of werther's originals kind of jammed in all my different fucking cracks right? i know the thing I, is that when you're fat and you lose a bunch of weight you don't know you become filled with cracks your whole body cracks. just becomes a series of ass cracks well, absolutely. and i got werther's in there and yeah mm. maybe each one's melting and turning into a slush of butterscotch, but that slush of butterscotch, you know what that's going on to do? It is secretly funding the secret mouse program, where the mice around me uh-huh. just licking up the, the extra Werther's juice coming out of my crack. So we have to start this show, no, but in this analogy- I will not start the show. In this analogy, your HUD. Wow. All right, everyone. Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben hanging Follow out- Follow the money. Follow the money, hanging out with Henry HUD- Zabrowski. It's not just the HUD. It's also the mortgage and loan system. If you look at the FHA, follow the money. I watched a whole lot of shit this morning. I'm actually very happy. I'm very happy that you did because I'm extremely excited to talk about this. The Chinese, they just put their flag on the moon. What's next? The thing about when when the Chinese put a flag on the moon is the one thing is that they they get so flag hungry later on that they got to go put another one up there. You are absolutely ridiculous today. So space, 
now that we are settling things down here on Earth, you know how everything is settled down. We're finally really just wrapping stuff up in a bow. We got so much shit figured out here in America that it's finally time to start tackling the problems in space that we have to do. Healthcare on the moon. We did so good here on Earth. How we protected the environment. Everyone is fine. The fishes are singing. Nothing but net. It's time for us to go explore the outer realm. So let's talk about some of the extraterrestrials. And uh, apparently, Henry, you were telling me we got some two very high level. We know about the Canadian dude, Hellier, I believe. Or what was his name? We're going to talk about this. Paul Hellier. Yeah. This is in the world of boggling news. (laughs) This is one of those stories because obviously we've oh, been talking man. I, about I, just today. I was waking up and I was like, I, I could go for some boggling news. You've got a pile of it. There's I buckets really, and buckets of it. Yeah. But I, we've been unleashing our soft disclosure right over the last year or so. We've been talking about how UFO news has been slowly but surely <laughs> coming out. In the open. It, 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 Somehow uh, it, it feels like it's either a massive distraction attempt. Sure. Um, or think there's just no government anymore, so shit is just flying out of people's pockets. Well, that is interesting. Also, I do have to say this joke. I don't want to say it. It's just being, it's it's driving up inside of me, and it's going to come out of my throat right about now. Soft disclosure, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin, he had more of a hard disclosure, didn't he? And now we can continue on with the show. When so, when does I don't know when the it's done. Tubin discussion That's, ends? I, I wanted it to be done now, I but know, then but, I brought it back up, and I did this to us, and I I'm sorry. pulling a Tubin. And my regular day to day with no audience. There. It was just remember because the day before he was on TV and we we're like we gotta listen to this. Guy. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. But then the next day he was jerking off. He's on a, a fucking kid. filthy <laughs> bus station pervert. In a second, that's his whole year. But when it comes to the private and public sector of space, that's what's so interesting. You got SpaceX, and then we have you know like China. We have the U.S. government. We have all of these different private and public sectors coming together. What's going on, Zabrowski? We truly have no fucking clue what's going on this story took me straight this reason why i started talking about the secret space programs because this story took me like uh, one of those fun rabbit holes Uh all of a sudden i'm in front of ben carson and hud asking (laughs) where the ultra terrestrials are to be honest if you're gonna hide extraterrestrial truth behind one person's eyes it's ben carson this is what i'm saying this is why i think it actually tracks so this story came out yesterday finally a story that came out before we did the episode so we could talk about it this comes from the NBC News. This is one version of the story. Uh, former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. Okay. Now, this this comes from, I mean, like, I don't know how okay. to talk. Like, it's both like, well, I'm, sure, I'm certain that the audience at home is like, oh, Henry's going to be so excited about this news. He's <laughs> no, going to be fucking ripped up hard for it. No, because you can't win with your people, Henry. No. This is why UFO knots? I don't know whatever you guys want to be called anymore. Disclosure, all it does is ruin people's lives because it's it's you're ruining the mystery. You know what we're going to call you? Disclose horse. Disclose Disclosure. But you guys are so horny for it. And then when Disclosure. Whatever happens, but then you guys all get mad, and then you're like, well, it can't be real. It's like, I don't well, understand how to win with you people. I won't believe it, because the government's saying, even though the government is the one that has the secrets in the first place, and I'm trying to get the secrets from the government, but I don't believe the government. I'm going to blow my freaking butt off. But, th- yeah, this story, soft disclosure, has been more like the story of, like, when you when you get a girl home for the first time, and, and you know, in high school or something. I don't know if this sure. is still a phenomenon anymore, and then you're, like, so excited to see the boobies, and then sure. when you unleash the boobies, it's just 
just tissues. But guess <laughs> what? By then, that's the scene from Animal House. You've already come, which is actually kind of a problematic scene. And then you can use the tissues to wipe up. So it's actually kind of a nice gift if you Wrap think about it. it up. And so, so my question here is, the, the, but let me get into the story. Can I just ask you though, this because this is the the question on everybody's mind, and I don't like to mention Donnie Trump, but do you think he could even keep the secret? Well, let's let's unpack this okay, a little unpack bit. Okay, unpack it, please. A this comes from the article. A quote unquote galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. This is according to Haim Ished. I don't believe it's spelled Haim like the girl band. Aww. I don't believe it's pronounced that. I believe it is pronounced another way, but I'm not sure. Well, he's an Israeli fellow, right? Yes, he's okay. the former Israeli space security chief, which we know that he is. I have now researched enough to see that he, his name has come up. It has been spelled Chaim, C-H-A-I-M, in other uh, reportings. New York Times has him in 2010 saying that he indeed was the space security chief. So no stolen valor here. He don't really know. is. Okay. He is an elderly man. I believe he is 87 years young and he is writing a book that will be coming out. Uh, I have no clue. I know it's a, it is available over in Israel. Okay. Um, that is called The Universe Beyond the Horizon. Conversations Ooh. with Professor Haim Ished, which is, I guess it is available in Europe. So this is kind of a teaser for it. And according to uh, Ished, he has met an entity okay. from the other side, which uh, does uh, ring true with the story about a man named Paul Hellyer, who was the he's he, technically he's a Canadian entrepreneur, politician, writer, and commentary. Um, and he was the he's the longest serving current member of the Privy Council of Canada, and he was the Transport Minister and the Senior Minister in the Cabinet and Minister of National Defense. The who Minister also of said National he's met Defense, an alien. and of course the Minister of National Defense. You think, oh, it's Canada? That must be a joke. You have any idea how many people are going there and trying to steal their poutine? Do you have any? Not Stop. They're These still bowing down to the queen, sure. But at the same time, Canadians, I don't mess with them. That's These, why I've said this, and I'll say it again. We need a wall on the northern border. These fucking moose are not turning themselves into furniture. A- absolutely not. And they got to do it. But all right, so this story is, so this is so this is the words of Mr. Ashed. Okay. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet, even well, this, though he just did. He yeah, just he did. just published a book. Yeah, yeah. he just did. Um, mean thing to do. Then. He says that they are seeking to understand the fabric of the universe, right? And that they have an underground base in the depths of Mars where there are American astronauts and alien representatives all working together. Okay. Right? There is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They sign a contract with us to do experiments here. Who? Probably President Eisenhower. Okay. If this story is true, right? Ashed, I thought, wasn't Truman something to do with the bomb there and all of that? He didn't want to meet with the Greys. They creeped him out. Okay. Well, Ashed added, this is the truth, I Tr- guess. I mean, Eisenhower looked more like a Grey than Truman, so perhaps that makes sense. Eisenhower knew a deal when he had one. Eisenhower was a great president. Ashed added that President Donald Trump was also aware of the extraterrestrial's existence and had been on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria, which you know he's great at. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure if that's what he doesn't want to do. They have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach its stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. Okay, this is my question then, Henry. I know that we've gotten technology. We're doing pretty well with tech, right? I think Mm -hmm. so anyway. No. But people as a biological form, 
are using this tech, and I know TikTok quite well because of Travis Morningstar from Ableton's Top App. They're using it to show pictures of dead babies, perhaps, or oh, they're using kiss it them to, and kiss them yeah, and act like they're, they're alive. Show, and- yeah, just absolutely horrible footage of them singing songs that they have no right singing. It's like a weird six-year-old woman with no teeth. She's showing her breasts and like wiggling to some weird like country song about how she'd rather die than give up her baby. Just fine, just yeah. totally fun. Um, so how far away are we? I mean, what do, the, what do the aliens want to see from us? We're six months out. We're six months out you before know the I'm, aliens are like, they've matured enough now where we can talk to them. Unless these aliens are just as dumb as we are. I believe it is. They're waiting for season three of Orville <laughs> um, from Seth MacFarlane, which is, they said, it was a huge get for them. They're so excited well, they could finally be me. Like, and then, oh my God, these aliens coming to take my fucking acting work. He's very successful. He's incredibly successful. So... Okay, let's talk about this story. This is now again. So this is the second time a former member of a very high, a highfalutin part of another country's government that has said not only do alien exists, right? But I've met one. I've had lunch with one. <laughs> I'm dating one. Like they're Whoa. essentially just they are saying that we have been in bed with aliens and have been working them for a long period of time. Ultra terrestrials. I don't want to offend anybody, but what it does is point towards every single cockamamie piece of shit. Alien literature. I have been forced to fold. Not even forced. Nobody I've done it, in my, I've done to it do to myself. This. Yes. I folded so many, so much we of this content into my mind. We actually to stop many times, to stop reading about UFOs. But it's you, derailed whole shows. Yeah. It's yeah. ruined whole series. It can't derail this one because technically you've created the rail, which is this conversation. It's so. capitalism. That's what I've done. I've made my own pipe. Yes. But this guy, it, it is weird to have the, these topics all kind of floating to the surface. And this goes straight right. to the secret space program. It goes back to the same idea that there is a whole other system that these people are all serving. Right. That there is a, that has got aliens and humans talking cats. You got the Jellicle division and they can't Whoa. even, you don't even expect them to reach a deadline because they all keep committing suicide to go to fucking cat heaven. See, I like this. You're not, see, people talk about the globalist agenda. It's a catchphrase. It's been so politicized and watered down and God knows what it even means. But it you means are, Jewish people. You are taking this to the next level. You are saying it's an intergalactic agenda, which I think now... There's something there well, that I might have to investigate. Straight up, this is basically saying that there are space Jews and they're on our side. Thank God for that. Um, why is it? And I don't know. Maybe this is just me and the audience. You can think for yourself. I trust the Israeli man more than the Canadian just because I feel like Canadians are more fantastical in their thinking. Yeah, because they believe the Israeli- in gnomes and there's the one time they tried fun. to elect a unicorn and and that was like a whole long story because they're like, it's just glued on. And another guy came around me like, I tell you what, if you really want to put a horn on a horse, I'll show you. What you got to do is you're in there. And they all just they argued about what they needed to do and how they wish they weren't there, that they were in their cabin and for the this the winter, you know. Meanwhile, the Israelis are very serious. Very serious. And I don't think that they are, they're not just, they're not well, making, they're not having fun like that. That's why let's start to impact this. Okay. Number one, is this this is psyop because as much as I want to say that this is real, I it's NBC News. I mean, I won't let myself say, it. OK, well, he has said the words. I mean, Ashed has said the words out loud. I'm not saying that it's necessarily real, but let's say that he has now said these words. Let's say if it's if it's not totally real, there's one option. OK, it's some kind of psyop. What would be the outcome or what would be the end game of the psyop then just to keep people confused? Either keep people confused, position Israel on the quote unquote side of a of the agenda that would end up having all of the most crazy 
exotic weapons to ever exist. They have. Man, I love rowing in this in this quicksand. This This is is very very fun. But the idea is like they they have we have connections to the aliens, and technically we have is one of the deepest pockets in R and D that can possibly exist. We are trying to figure out how these orbs work. We're trying to figure out how to move through matter. We're trying to figure out how to uh, project the mind into a physical space, like literally make you think a thing and then make you appear where you're thinking. Where are you? Where are you right now? Horsey sauce. Ooh, I miss horsey sauce. Ooh, yes. I'm at Arby's. You went straight to fucking Arby's. Went straight to Arby's, my friend. I miss dining in restaurants. You can dine in in an Arby's. You can't. The COVID's not there. Oh, it is. The beef doesn't kill it. <laughs> Imagine if beef is what killed it. I mean, I would be fine. Then I would be you fine. You gotta throw beef at it. It so. does. But so that's one, right? Or let's say okay, then it is real. Like so, it's that's if it's all fake. Let's say it's real. Okay. And because that's what my first reaction to was like, you know, Trump would never be able to keep his fucking mouth shut. That's what I was thinking. But Trump's also a pussy. Right. So in a way, if you really did show up, right, and and all of the CIA guys, because this is also a part of the PSYOP, right? Right. What if the intelligence community openly talks about aliens and all of this shit? Like, this is like a thing, but it's been such a long running fake bit to have control over stupid presidents. Right. Now it has become real. This has been going on since Bill Clinton was on The Tonight Show. He actually jokingly was like, I'm going to find out what happened. But then he was, uh, he, he cigar popped a Monica Lewinsky and it was not. He was too busy, I guess. He was, it's not easy being president. He had to blow off some steam. I guess so. Um, he could have been much nicer to her. And we're team Monica Lewinsky. Team Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. And I, her purses are lovely. Got one for Jackie one year. Good for her. She was crucified by the media. Uh, but Bill Clinton is weirdly connected to all this because he actually exposed a thing called the, one of the memos of understanding between the various branches of our intelligence community oh. where they tro- they basically said we can only pro- we will prosecute uh people that sell drugs under the guise of the CIA if we could say that they are official like agents of the CIA so what they then did is like oh so what you do you just outsource it Ah, and then they, you get all of your contractors and whatever they're they're they're, they're the people that they use. They're, I am happy uh, that all the contractors are aptly named like Blackwater. You know, everything is so horrifying and scary. They are self aware, and isn't that important? I just think that they like. I, it's more of that they. I think that they like to be scary. And of course, Donald Trump, he can keep a secret, not to get too political here, but don't forget when Putin killed a couple of our guys over there in the Middle East, Trump didn't say anything. Yep. So he can keep secrets. And you're right, maybe he was just completely and utterly scared shitless. Well, let's say you're you're fat boy Trump. You're sitting in fat the fucking Trump. room. You are not good at this job. You're watching your Fox and you friends. You're very, you very your scared. You're super, super concerned about right. getting reelected. You are um, you're surrounded by the virus that you let rage throughout <laughs> this whole country. You are a germaphobe yourself. So you are in a, a prison of your own making. And so you're you got this juicy intel to all oh, those aliens. But then all of a sudden. One walks in the room. Oh, my goodness. He can't even handle an Hispanic person. What is he going to do if someone walks in the room? It's like a full-on reptilian. It's being like, what if I make all of your nightmares come real? And then you, oh. he can just show you. He can show you your inner hellscape. Oh and then you just goodness. have to deal with it. And not only does he show you your inner hellscape, but then your uncomfortable feelings fill him up with energy and power. And the more he hmm. makes you uncomfortable, the more the stronger and stronger he is. I learned a lot from watching this 
this Palladian girl on Instagram who's got a fucking <laughs> wild OnlyFans. Really? I was looking at that shit. She can not only, she does light work, but she also fucking, there's not, she's got a lot of jobs going on. Well, you have to have a lot of go- jobs in this gig economy. And I just want to jump, I want to jump 50 years into the future right now for anyone listening in the year Beep. 2070. Uh, I know a lot of times people can be time canceled where they said something maybe in 1981 that no longer <laughs> time, holds true. Time canceled. I have decided that I'm going to stay this right now. Humans and aliens, they should be allowed to marry. We are. They should be allowed to they marry. They should marry. And they, we, and you I can am, have, you can have hybrid babies. Have a hybrid baby. I'm that brave. Oh, I'm with you. And I'm, I side you with, with the, with the, um, we call them Ella babies. With the Ella babies. <laughs> I want, babies. I want the Ella babies. I want them. I want you to, to multiply. And I also think that we should have a Pleiadian senator. You know what, Henry? Just a round that was of us, applause. That was us slapping our tits together. <laughs> but All right. But this so story, good thing we got ourselves covered for 50 years down the road. But once you open up the creaky dungeon right. do- door to the story, you start to see that it there there are weird strings that attach this all the way down to this idea of a secret space program that is not just really about this. The secret space program that is being used to create an entire separate civilization. So, so what if there is indeed me. a world where aliens are working with the U.S. government and Israeli government? I don't know why it's just us. I don't okay. know why they think it's just us. But let's say that this is all real and that you are somebody like a Jeff Bezos that... Not only because this is shit that's too hot for the president to know. This right. is stuff that's outside of the president's purview. But let's say you are a person like a Jeff Bezos that probably has multitude of serpentine connections deep within these pay-to-play guys. All of these are contractors. Like, look at Harold Pudoff. He started working for the Tom DeLong because he started fucking paying him. So you can pay all of these old-school, fucking intelligent, like shady-ass motherfuckers to just work for you. So let's say he has all these contacts. Sure. You know they are working on a alien R&D, and they are already working on some form of Martian... Uh, they have a base in the middle of Mars, is what they're saying here. Which, Which you don't know just... if it's real or not, because also, I'm not even talking about real real, I'm talking about physically real. There are some of these, I think that there are, when they say that there is a base in the center of Mars, I think it's quite possibly that it is a psychic projection base, where it is not physically inside of the planet. It's like a workspace where they psychically project themselves, well, which is why I think... that's a nice way to say a we workspace. They that's closed. Kind of, the, we work, we work they closed. Well, it's because, think, of, because of the lack of money. I think that's actually a wonderful thing. You know, we're obviously telecommunicating to work or telecoming to work or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, why not? Telecom all the way to Mars. No, that's what, that's sure. what they're saying. Is that maybe the these difference? Quote, unquote, euphonauts, maybe the people that pilot these things aren't even here, that the orbs are just projections of their own mind. But as I was to, to wrap up. Jeff Bezos has all these connections. Yes. He knows that this fucking new technology is coming down the pipe. He knows all this secret shit. So maybe there is a way he looks at this rock that we're all forced to be on by gravity. And he knows he's been pumping it for as many resources as possible, like the other people just like him that have just been endlessly farming our planet for resources until it's an empty husk. And then what they now know is that they have the technology to live in far space and they will say, fuck you to us. And they will go up into space and they will leave us. They will create a breakaway civilization. If everyone's a billionaire, then isn't no one a billionaire? And then what do they have to do? They have to hang out with each other? I don't think these people particularly want to hang out with anyone, let alone alone a fellow billionaire so no, i think it might go be their with, own hell i think they might be creating slaves. hell they're gonna go up there with literal 
slaves. Well, and if you I, look at this stuff, like, there's another website. It's rocketlaunch.live. I was reading all, all this stuff. This is pretty crazy. This is talking about all the various rocket launches that we've shot over the year. And if you look up this concept, this one, uh, what's it, this little like the, the way to filter it, the classified payloads. You look at this shit and you see that we have these classified, both private and not. Just going up in space all the time. We have no clue what's up there, really. So just some of the list here for those that uh, want to go to rocketlaunch.live. It really is interesting. So we have things like uh, Chinese government. Then we also write the next day SpaceX launches something. The following day, it'll be Astrospace launching something. Uh, then we have the Russian military launching something December 13th. This is happening pretty much daily, sometimes uh, twice a day. So, and, and some of these names for these launches, one is called Magneto, like, uh, which is very scary. And the other one that I, this is like the most ominous name ever for a, for a scientific rocket launch. It is the owl's night begins, which sounds like it's some bizarre fantasy well, film. Technically, but what the hell does that mean? And that's a launch by rocket uh, lab. Well, that's like one of those um, where we're going to fucking have to hear about Zealand. it for years because the owl is the symbol of Moloch, which is the symbol of Bohemian Grove. Oh. And they have like, literally that's a, such a conspiratorial bird. That's interesting. The Owl's Night Begins. That's a Rocket Lab launch December 12th at 1 o'clock in the morning. I believe that will be out of New Zealand. It's a rocket launch to a dedicated mission for the Japanese government, evidently. So this stuff, it really, and we are getting to this tangible. This is no longer uh, just a fantastical sort of um, science fiction plot point. It's happening. It's very real. And I wonder if... Uh, if um, Elon Musk just put that car out there in space to go park it in a future parking space. Yeah, he's doing short-term he's parking. Gonna, yeah, he's just doing short-term parking, and I don't think that's right. I, I, honestly, I feel like we should all be allowed that then. We, we should all get one car in space. We should get one car which I think somebody else probably bought that same star, but I want, a, I want a car in space. I want a car in space. I want a toilet in space. Although, oh my God, well, that's a dumb thought, but if there's no gravity, does the poop, how does that work? Hmm. That's actually kind of scary. I guess, yeah, you could just you just shit everywhere. Probably make you constipated, though. Yeah, man, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a fucking electrician. Who does this work? So there's a lot of stuff going on with space, and uh, who knows when they, when they're going to decide to end it all. <laughs> I, all right, we're just looking at a. Uh, we have no fucking clue what this means. To me, I mean, obviously, you could just say it's a crackpot mutterings of a man on his deathbed <laughs> which it might it's, it might be it could be it sure. absolutely could be For, what why is that I, it does i guess when you have no more f's to give you're about 80 that seems to be the going age or the average age of the people who are really talking about disclosure does it does their age you know the elderly haven't had a great run in the past couple of years <laughs> Does the age make it like, because back in the day, it would be like, better respect him. He's been around for 80 he years. Knows, he's done it. He's wise. He's wise. But now you realize, like, does he have some disease? Is it a mental breakdown? Is it a early onset Alzheimer's? I don't or know. is he telling the truth? But we own the pipes that send the internet to the rest of the world. Sure. Like, we own those physical pipes. We they are own, physical pipes. We basically own run space for the most part. I believe that we have a lot of competition with China, but we run the communications in lower space. We own, as the United States, I mean, like we own all of these things. We got physically. lower space. We got lower space. Okay. So what does that 
mean? Like we're in this place where they own all of the all of the angles around the story. What if uh, it's another hypothetical? Heimshot <laughs> sits around and the the CIA goes so far as to dress a person as an alien. Well, this is to what meet the, these guys. Isn't that what the Phoenix uh, mayor did as a lark when the Phoenix lights happened? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did so. an offensive piece of comedy that he should have been canceled for. I do love that this is your, like, Jimmy Fallon blackface moment. Is you being like, well, he dressed a man up as an alien. Fife Symington. Fife Symington, the greatest name of any, I believe, mayor. But what do you think about that? Isn't that crazy? What do you think? I really do I think, think that at some well, point you no, could literally show up with a guy dressed up as fucking Claxor that we've talked sure. about for years. And he's like, ah, hello. Yes. Excellent plums here. <laughs> Never had a plum like an earth Still plum. Upset with the plum lady who very well may have been an alien but Never I, I think forget the, the human connection I do think the audience was right that we have become so hard that we just hardened that we just refuse to accept the love of a plum from, I get hard I sometimes get too hard to sleep I'll wake absolutely. up from a dream with completely hard and then I, I can't sleep so that's the great thing about this alien story or the UFO story or the just mysterious uh, going ons in outer space. We know it's happening. We know this has increased because we got the technology. And who knows what the future holds? All I know is strap in, strap on, and have a little fun. Come on and get gape. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. And get wise. Well, this is a story that I have to talk about because it reminds me of an old stand-up comedy routine I used to do. You remember those days? I love stand-up because you stand there and you do it upwards. And you feel... The um, love of the audience. Or or you just... Or the hate inside that drove you to do it in the first place. Just always so much love that drives people to get into this entertainment industry. This is the headline. Masked too tall bandit robs another Southern bank in a string of 16 suspected heists. This is one of the issues that you'll never understand when you're of normal size. I'm average. Oh. Yeah. You know what that means? You blend in. You can get away with anything. You hide in plain sight. I'm six foot seven. This guy was six foot six. This man doesn't realize he's in the top one percentile of all humans with that size. You're so it makes it super you're easy. Like tall, you're a height supremacist. No, what I'm saying is this is actually very dangerous to Top one percent of humankind? No, because of height, you freaking putts. Yes, <laughs> no, you've really made me go there, you putts. Wow. Yes, because he is uh, six foot seven is one percent of ninety nine percent of people are smaller. You're the Bernie Sanders of you height. Are, I'm gonna. Oh no, Bernie am, Sanders was against the one percent. I am so. Bernie, that was about economics. That was not about height. He wasn't talking about height. But he may have well have been because we can't get a freaking break around here. So this yeah, guy, you do you guys get all the chicks and you get to play sports. Oh, my freaking Lord. If you have any idea how difficult it is on the human body to play sports, the pressure that it goes into it immediately setting everything up. Everything I did until this very moment so was a failure because I did not play sports at a, at a <sighs> level that would that would have made me millions. You mean to tell me you suffer from your potential. You suffer from no your No one expected you to do anything. And the fact that you are doing something <laughs> means that Henry, I, I win then. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I was supposed, no matter what, oh, you're supposed to do so no much. No matter more. what, everyone's like, oh wow, yeah, you're great That's broadcaster, the other just the, one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. But um, why didn't you play football? That's the Where other comedy ability. Do you remember that when the, the janitor came up to you and said, oh, six foot seven, if I was your head, I'd play basketball. And then you'd say, do you, your punchline. You'd just be a taller janitor. See? That's <laughs> another bit. I actually did have some great stand-up bits. At some point, we'll, we'll probably do them again. So November 27th, it was Black Friday. But this guy is like, those deals aren't good enough for me. So he decided <laughs> to go and strike a United Community Bank in Etowah, North Carolina. Again, the dude is six foot seven. He's a white dude he's roughly 40 years old he's roughly 200 pounds humble freaking brag and yeah, i just want to tell this guy one thing you do this to the six foot six white man you know what's going to happen you're going to get somebody innocent arrested because there's eight of us 
There's <laughs> plenty there's of eight you. of us. There's plenty of you. No, there's Dirk Nowinski, me, and this guy. Yeah, but they're all so much more successful. This Dirk guy's Nowinski, a bank super robber. Sc- this he, he should play basketball. But what I'm saying is, anyone he who is have six foot six in North Carolina, be careful because you're about to match a description of a serial bank robber. And you're gonna get incarcerated, and you—I fantasy. Or I, what's the opposite of fantasy? Uh, nightmare. Nightmare. I have nightmares about being in solitary. You know how big those are? Seven by eight or six by eight? I'm six foot seven. I couldn't. I would be in a tomb. Do you ever think about the Do crimes have, that you did that forced you to be in solitary? Apparently, I'm a bank robber in North Carolina. But I don't think they put him necessarily in solitary. No, they won't. Not until he gets arrested. Although he very well will be looking at some extremely heavy, uh, looking at some extremely heavy time. This is what the FBI wrote. They say in each robbery, the suspect is heavily disguised with a mask, coat, and gloves. What? Me talking? Which can't hide. You're six foot six. What if he's two guys? That would be incredible. The FBI continues. He is armed with a black handgun and often jumps over the teller's counter. Which I have to say. Good work. Maybe he does play basketball. Maybe he does play basketball. And the FBI, I'm going to say this. What a paltry sum the FBI is offering to catch this six foot six goon. Only 15 grand. Wow. So you're going to well, have he's little only people a robber. Go, he just takes money. Yeah, but you're going to go have little people start lassoing everyone who is six six. Be like, I, I can't wait. I got him. I can't wait to lead a bunch of you no, bigs around like an elephant line into the stocks. You can only push a man so far before that man becomes a monster. Yep. That's, it takes us a little <laughs> bit to take a sensible man and make him do unsensible things. So we don't know who this guy is. We're going to keep you up to date. But if you are in North Carolina and you happen to know one of my people, the six foot six and over, this guy, no matter how much he freaking masked up. You can't change that. This is North Carolina, right? This is North Carolina. This is my advice to our listeners in North Carolina. If you're above six foot, I'm going to say just be careful, right? If you're above six foot three, I say you voluntarily go to the police station and tell them it's not you. Not me. Well, and the way you do that uh, is would, that you go, I would say, you do not like, do that. No, no, definitely do that. And the way to the way to always prove that you're not a thief is that you do. And you'll be like, it, um, officer, it couldn't possibly be me. I'll show you. Stick them up. <laughs> Stick them up. Um, but you are actually giving advice where a lot of times police officers hey there, will stick them up, dear. I'm sure, stick them yeah. up, dear. You being challenged. Yeah. So I think a mistake that you're making here is cops usually not because they're lazy as a profession, but humans are just a little bit lazy. Cops oftentimes will just be like, "Oh, whoever approaches me, we're just going to be like, so you did it." Not and if then you we're are gonna... yelling it. But and then they're going to get you in the interrogation have room. Have an alibi and you're right all... away. But see, then they might just be able. And what? What is? What's the alibi? I was sitting at home playing video games all alone. Yeah, I was jerking off behind the fucking bowling store. Here's the jerking off behind the bowling alley. Here's a picture. Okay. And so what I say is, several afternoons in a row. Be careful. Take several pictures of yourself with newspapers, and then go in there and be like, "This is not me, <laughs> and it will not be me, well, and you, you might, will not arrest me for this." You might get arrested for the public masturbation. I don't think you can jerk off behind any public building. I think technically, so. if you bring a little like one of those, you know, those those Chinese like the folding like things the folding boards sure. like you just get dressed behind like you know like if you're like getting into what fancy lingerie a cabaret or something there's some specific name for those it's like one of those fold out yeah. things hey you just bring one of those then you're not private anymore. your privacy when you get a little square is that true i just feel side like you've recommended side stories lpotl at gmail.com if you're a lawyer if you bring a curtain outside and form it around yourself can you jerk off outside you know, that's actually a very good question, and we will have to get that answered. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Thank you so much in advance for your unbelievable expertise. 
Don't do what Henry said. Never go to the police. Uh, just don't talk to them at all, because whenever you're talking to the cops, things aren't going great, whether you be a victim or whether you be a perpetrator or whether you just have to go and get your license renewed. It's never fun. Trick so. is, again, you can be arrested for your words, but if you pantomime, they can't. Got, they don't got anything on you. I wonder if that's why the French enjoy that so much. It's the safest form of, of their crimes. You think the French are nice. My God. I love the French people, but they are very strict. There's nothing stopping a mime from sucking your dick against your will. Well. Because next thing you know, because he acts like, oh, he's chasing a fly or something. Right, but the next thing you know, that's happening. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, but then, you know, by then you're already getting your dick sucked. So you might as well just go with (laughs) it. You've paid money to see a mime? Well, we have a dick sucking story here in in one second, but it looks like, Henry, you want to go to Sweden? And then we got this great Hungarian story. This one story I want to talk about real quick is that the Volga Maniac was a serial killer in Russia actually got uh, captured. As you want to say this, he had been uh, wanted. For about eight years, from 2011 to 2012, he murdered 26 elderly women in a style very similar to the Boston Strangler, where he would act as a, he would basically dress in a pulpit. He was a plumber, but he would say that he was there to fix the pipes. Oh my goodness, but But it doesn't end so well. No, but then he would uh, mercilessly strangle. He would mercilessly oh. strangle them with whatever object he had around the house. If he would they have made love who, to them, that would have been so much better. Because a seven-year-old gal, she has a plumber fantasy. Sure, he did make love to some of them. That's why there oh, was DNA the, samples were uh, left. Well, that's not good. Okay. No, it's not good. <laughs> they I didn't know we were in a not good story. Okay. But he confessed. I just wanted to say that out loud just so Thank you guys God. know we're covering this. Eventually we'll cover this, but it seems that this man, Radik Kagarov, okay. he was, he was high, but there's very chilling CCTV footage of him basically going inside of an apartment building and trying doors and seeing who would respond. He had like a plumber's uniform so and a bunch scary. of shit. Very scary. The only advice that I have learned after 10 years of doing a true crime show is keep the door locked just in case Richard Chase, for some reason that just sticks in my head where he would try to turn the lock. If it was locked, he said, God says, don't go in there. If it's not locked, they just walk in. Also, so you, the simplest you, thing you can do, just little lock. A plumber's never just showing up to look at your toilet without you calling the plumber first. It's actually difficult to get a plumber. Oh, it's so much harder to get a plumber than you would imagine. And it tends to be an emergency situation whenever you need one. All right, so I guess that's, you know what? I'm going to say not to not to step on any famous actor or director toes, but that was good news because he is arrested. He is gone. Also an update um Apparently, because we were discussing on, I forgot what episode, we were talking about how the um, the idea of putting balls in a butthole and how, <laughs> what, what would that be called? And we said, boy, oystering yeah. and grape nutting. But apparently another term for that was called dogs in a bathtub. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I'm not talking about it. And I hate it. And called, you're gross. Whoever sent that in, called, what, that's disgusting. Dogs I, in a bathtub. I so you tell me, it's like, so you could, if I ever see a text from Anyone on anybody's phone that's being like, hey, let's go uh, put some dogs in the bathtub. And then I'm going to look at them and say, do you have dogs or are you going to go put your testicles in somebody's butthole? Which is also fine. Six and one half a dozen of another. Well, anyway, let's move on just quickly here. We have a Swedish woman. She was arrested for allegedly holding her son captive. This is very uh, Fritzl. Fritzl-esque, although I don't believe there was nearly the sexual abuse because that Fritzl story is freaking disgusting. It's also called the devil's inch. (laughs) <laughs> the balls in the butthole thing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the update. Uh, so a Swedish woman was arrested. She held her son captive for nearly 30 
freaking years. Talk yeah. about making a little Ed Gein of your own. The dude is now in his 40s. He was found in a basement. Uh, he was in somewhat of a wounded state, uh, according to he his. He was covered with sores and piss, and he was uh, 40 years old, 40 years young. 40 years. Because 40 is the new 20. I think we can say 40 in his case is the new 70, though. Mm-hmm. He's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the floor in a blanket. He was toothless, unable to speak. And covered in sores and injury, according to the prosecutor. They say he is now in the hospital. Um, and I know that he, and she says, and I know that he needed surgery. So, um, well, they took him out of school when he was 12. Oh, my goodness. And then I guess he was forced to just be home. We've seen this. I don't know why. I'll never understand it. I don't know why this happens so often because, again, just like, don't you want to get rid of your kids? I don't. It really get is the out of here. I don't know one. And this is, I guess, why I'm surrounded by relatively good people. I don't know one person who has a kid now who isn't already plotting for them to be out of the house. Just get them. And I know people with infants. Here. Just like literally brand new children. They're like 18 years, 18 years. You got we, but they're already planning on what they're going to do after that kid moves out. But, but apparently woman, the social uh, worker that found him had worked with him in the past. And she said that she hadn't seen him in about 28 years. So I would um, at some point, don't you got to do a house check? I mean, at, at the some time, point, I feel like you. I guess you can legally pull your kid out of school, especially for religious reasons. Sure. And you can do this kind of, if they were homeschooling him, I also think the neighbors should see him every now and again. And this is Sweden, where they like thank burglars for showing them how like <laughs> vulnerable their stores are. I did not know that. I don't know why that's my Swedish accent. Um, but anyway, this is according to a police spokesman. They say we are looking. We are looking into how long the son may have been imprisoned, but we assume it's been a long period of time. Mm. And you know what? I know to assume makes an ass of you and me, but in this case, they might be onto something. But apparently, he acted like he recognized the woman, which must have been such a sight. He walked into that apartment oh for the first God. time, which she apparently was rancid, filled with piss and shit and all sorts of... And then open up and then just see like a toothless, diapered 40-year-old man who's like, Oh, oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, oh, it's so... Honestly, oh. it reminds me of the film Tusk. He yes. might have well been just turned into a walrus. This poor man, he is still 40 years old, so he's got a long life if he can, hopefully, they have, hopefully he doesn't have Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And apparently, and I mean, the they thing can is, like get him treated and medically cleared to be alive. They wanted to put him on Mass Singer, but he was just like a dead giveaway. Because every single time he go up there, and he, he just <laughs> hear him go, like, you know, he just immediately go, um... I think the talking radish is the kid who was stuck in his parents' basement for 30 years. You nailed it. Well, very, very appropriate, Henry. Thank you for that. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with 
horse picks. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation and modern did everybody come around being like where'd you get that piece you beautiful woman and I was like stop talking to my wife she's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile bling she's got on her right now get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code last podcast at blue Nile.com that's $50 off with code last podcast at blue Nile.com blue Nile.com No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be.
to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So anyway. Oh, there's this story maybe we should cover real quick. Do we got time? Sure. First of all, um, we did get an update from people that said that they knew the people that removed the original monolith. And oh. we got wrong. The thing that we got wrong was the the leave no trace. When they when they were overheard saying leave no trace when they were tearing down, because they shot, they actually shot video themselves tearing down the monolith in Utah, was that that is a, we're dumb. We're not outside people. So we can't be. I, I'm just not. I'm I was, not. I've never been an outside person. No, I was stunned today when my phone freaked out on me. And was like, don't leave your house. And I said, phone, can we just uh, not? I'm not going anywhere. Uh, but the basically the term uh, comes from uh, in camping. You're not supposed to leave anything behind in any trace. So what this basically said, huh. he removed the monolith, this person. This comes from a viewer. This comes from a listener email. He cited in leave no, praise, leave no trace principles such as tire marks on the desert ground and people shitting everywhere because there's no bathroom. So he said the biggest problem with the monolith is that when it, with the one that was in Moab, people went to go find it. Right. And then they were stuck out there for hours and they had a shit. That's so what, it got filled with human shit. They made a big mess out of it, which is why a lot of people were upset. But these monoliths are now popping up a lot of places. And apparently there's like an artist who uh, he's the most famous artist. Uh, he's capitalizing on the global fascination. He is selling a monolith for $45,000. Don't. Buy um, it. So Don't buy it. That's not a good for $45,000. I think that you can make your own monolith. Yeah, his apparently the dude's name is Matty Moe. He's taking credit for any of the metal monoliths found to this point, but they did post sales. Uh, uh, he's just saying yeah, bullshit. I think this he's is the first just... one to do it. If you look at at Sylvan Slacks, S-Y-L-V-A-N, Slacks, S-L-A-C-K-S, they, uh, they basically said straight up, we didn't want to remove the Utah monolith, where they wanted to do it to save the sanctity of that part. Of the desert, yeah, they're so, talking about bighorn sheep and doing all of that stuff. Yes, but the okay. we don't know. There, there was another one pop up, and then there was another one torn down by a bunch of maga morons that fucking tore it down, like saying a bunch of slurs about how we don't want Mexicans or aliens in America. That was one thing well, they tore down a monolith a, and put up a cross. I guess that's a proper extension of that kind of uh, short sighted thinking. So yeah, don't buy one. For $45,000. Don't do that. I don't guess. tear one down. Why don't you just enjoy it and stop shitting where it is? Just shit a couple of feet away. Or if you're going to shit, do what you do with your dog. Pick it up. Yeah. Which is disgusting, you know, and no one really wants to do that. But I, these fucking little mouth breather, little pieces of fuck that tore down the other one. I'm Everyone always makes fun of the mouth breather, but isn't that how you're supposed to breathe? Yeah, I do it with my nose. Well, but, and that isn't the mouth, is it? I, cho- I choose to breathe out through my mouth if I need a cooling refreshing meditative breath i've been trying to do that lately it doesn't work uh for me there's something about inhaling more oxygen that somehow gives me more like just i inhale the world like kirby Live from your grave. all right before we get to hero of the week i have this is my personal favorite story of the week because it shows what we call the worst human trait 
Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. We're going to go to Hungary for this. Um, insert your jokes here. Oh, aren't we always in Hungary? You guys get it. And Fuck it, you. Joseph Sauzer, uh, he is Shazer. Shazer. It's, it's S-Z-A-J-E-R, which I think Shazer. stands for, I guess it means full of shit in Hungarian. Well, yeah, he's just a total schmuck. He's an anti-gay Hungarian politician. Uh, he resigned from the European Parliament this past Sunday after being caught. And when we say anti-gay, this is a man who is doesn't I mean, this guy is just brutal as far right as you can get when it comes to I mean, this guy would go out there and uh, be advocating for tiring gay people, which they have done in Africa and things like that. You can this, this person is really despicable. He was caught uh, by police after fleeing a 25 man orgy through a window. So he was fucking 25 dudes. The cops show up. Damn. And he jumps out of the window. Of, quote, a private party. Uh, the police. Well, found the thing, him. They keep saying like. There's something about the term about attended a 25 man orgy. Yeah, yeah, which like doesn't really seem so. No, like attended sounds like. I mean, there might have been an invitation. There must have been. It must have been kind of I, fancy. I bet you there was. And hors d'oeuvres, like that kind of thing. Those would get messy. But when does the orgy begin? Well, as soon as he shows up, apparently, the police found Schnauzer, Schnauzer, whatever, and 24 other naked men at the gathering, including diplomats. Um, this man, again, just to clarify, I don't give a shit. I hope he has so much cum inside of him it requires a pumping. This but is the best when you're part an of his life. Yes, yeah, I love you're... that he's gay. I love that he Great. is fucking get fucking get fucked, covered in cum, slurp up the, all the jizz, fucking love all the balls. Sure, you make other people feel good. Have a good oystering time yourself. Get but all the much dogs like, in the bathtub. But much like Roy Cohen here in the states, this man was actively tried to harm uh, the very community. Obviously, he enjoyed being a part of the but how do you as a um, the number one you were organizing this 25 man gay orgy first of all because that's got to be a really select that's list. hard and you know that that's not the only right wing member that was in that party probably no, i imagine not. if he is invited there must be other people that must be okay with it because how do they all stand the fact that he shows up like can you still get hard for it i guess you men are we're easy. Well, it's a little tricky, though, because even with Roy Cohn, he would go and eat a lot of the gay diners in uh, the East Village. And people were they were like, you got to get him out of here. But he just kind of sat there very quietly, very meekly. And they just sort of allowed him to exist. This is according to the police. Uh, they really don't min- uh, mince any words here. Uh, the newspaper quoted the local police as saying, quote, we interrupted a gangbang. Yeah, I bet you they didn't <laughs> arrive at intermission. Yeah, they showed up in the middle of the gangbang. Yes, of course, this guy, uh, he fronted the Fidesz. I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering all of this, but he fronted Fidesz. It's a uh, in the European Parliament. Uh, they wanted to rewrite Hungary's constitution to, quote, protect the institution of marriage as the union of a man and a woman and 25 other men and just a bunch of fun. <laughs> fun, just hors d'oeuvres and, and, and lube and, and just enjoying themselves. That's what, what it needs a, to be. This guy also. Only need, one, one man should be married to only 24 other other men. That's it. I said it before and I'll say it again. So this guy, he was so freaked out, he climbed out of the first floor window. I I love this public prosecutor (laughs) office said, a passerby reported to the police that he had seen a man fleeing along the gutter. (laughs) He was able to identify the man. The man's hands were bloody. It is possible that he may have injured while fleeing. Narcotics were found in his 
backpack. Oh. The man was unable to produce any identity documents. He was escorted to his place of residence where because he's lucky because then he, identi- he identified himself as what he said he was an MEP, which I believe is their version, like basically saying like I'm of your government. Yeah, he had a diplomatic passport. He said uh, that he was present to quote the private party and apologized uh, after the police asked for my identity. This is him. He says after the police asked for my identity, since I did not have ID on me, I declared that I was an M. EP. The police continued the process and finally issued a uh, verbal warning well, and just, transported me home. That it, is cute. They were just like, shame it. How dare you? We are in a pandemic. You cannot have 23 men. Yes. 24 men. That's too much. But that's what I love about European police is that they're not really shaming him about the gay orgy part is that he just broke COVID protocol. This is what he has to say. He says, I deeply regret. No, not being anti-gay. No, not the 25 man gangbang. He says, I deeply regret regret violating the COVID restrictions. <laughs> it was irresponsible on my part. I am ready to stand for the fine. And this guy is such, again, such a piece of shit hypocrite. He says, uh, this matter is, quote, strictly personal to him. And he says, uh, I ask everyone not to extend it to my homeland or to my political community. Meanwhile, of course, uh, he has been extending his worldview and On persecuting people who don't live up to it. And the man, if you see a picture of him, he is the scariest. Woo! I just don't, I am horrified of this dude. And I you just, can imagine the things he was up to. Uh, God, I just don't know how you fuck this guy, guys. How you fucking this guy? They might all, they might all be down Same with the clown, Same thing with Lindsey Graham, man. How, why are we fucking this guy? Well, apparently he has a very nice boyfriend. Our, our, uh, our associate that we know from D.C. has flown with him multiple times. And evidently he's a very nice man. Oh, I've heard he's a laugh riot, but guess what, man? We got Maybe you guys should cut him off until he starts being real. Until he starts being real. All right, so there you go, a little hypocrisy talk. And let's go on with someone who is not a hypocrite. As a matter of fact, let's do Hero of the Week. It has come. Finally, the time has arrived where Guy Fieri can sit atop the table, sit atop the throne he has, that he always belongs to, he which is Hero. Everyone wrong. He is better than the United States government. He has raised more than $21 million in seven weeks to assist unemployed restaurant workers. Yes, it's kind of sad that we need Guy Fieri, but we do. And thank God for him. So Fieri started the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund. Uh, this is awesome. He is giving roughly 43,000 people. They receive, they're receiving $500 grants. Uh, he has also produced a documentary, Restaurant Hustle 2020. Uh, so he is doing all of this. His, uh, I will say, for a good cause, which un- is people and business. Unfortunately, his new, um, I, I don't like the at-home version of the uh, Triple G. I have said this, um, I think maybe I was talking on Kind of Fun, the wrestling podcast, but um, I don't even know how to bridge this subject with Guy. Yeah. I, I love that he has a son. I love that his son And I love his son, involved. no problem, no problem. I Cute, like that they're great. I'm I glad that. that you were there with your father. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I don't know why, I just, children... And it just ruins it. I don't like any child involved in anything. I don't like it. So I, I hopefully things get back to normal. Give your kid a spinoff show. But have you seen what they are doing with Triple G? It's well, the with, only thing. But again, the only with thing is Triple D. Triple G is holding its own. No, I like Triple D. Triple G is doing the one where they are making their own meals. He's having the contestants oh, make their own yes, meals and then I've try it themselves and then describe their. There and then dishes to distance judges. Triple D is doing this thing. By the way, guy, you're still the hero. You're of the, the week. hero of the week. Here the yeah, week. but of course, this is this is media and everything is As horrible. As fans were allowed to critique, I 
you know what? We are every now and again allowed to critique, and we love you. Guys. We love you. Um, Continue to watch but it. But Triple D, they're doing a thing where the viewers submit, so and they're showing that kind of the production side it's of it. Like it's and missing maybe the just tension. Because, I'm missing yeah. the, everybody being nervous about Guy being there, his star quality. I'm missing the hunch. Well, and I'll tell I'm you one thing. missing all of the different rib stick and meals that we could see. And Guy, he is, you know, he is classic guy he has not changed and he's nope. helping the people out very much because um i forget what it was but he had a piece of he had a piece of bacon in his hand and he asked the guy he says where does this come from and he says and don't say the pig because i bet you he's heard that a thousand times before when he's holding bacon be like where does it come from and they're like it's a pig and then he has to be like i hate you but he said don't say a pig and then the guy say where it was locally gotten from Wow. Isn't that nice? So Guy Fietti, thank you so much for helping out people. And uh, God knows, man, again, we know so many folks are suffering out there right now. Oh my now. God. And, we just and know if you're we... in the restaurant business, this is a Henry and Ben promise. We will eat double. Next year, I, I swear. Every restaurant I go to, I'm, I don't even got to eat it, but I will order double just to I, help. I also, I'll do this. If you're in LA and you got restaurants and we could possibly like take meals out of, like, I want to support your fucking restaurant. I, wa- I want to buy meals from the good places around yes. LA. If you got good shit to sell, let us know because we would love, love to sample some of this. I, we're trying to keep as many of you guys open as humanly possible. And $80 I'll minimum order. $80. I promise you an $80 minimum order. Well, to be honest i mean that's just postmates now in general because i i yeah. do fucking at least a 40 percent tip because you yeah. know when it comes down to it if you're coming to my house if i can afford you coming to my house i'm going to tip the hell out i of tip you. a lot and then also there is a there's a strange charge that i found grubhub has added oh no, i don't know just, where i don't know where it came from but you just I, can't I look at it that's what I, I, put it on, it. I put it on the credit card not the debit I don't look at it. Um, but, but anyway, anyway thank you, guys. Guys, seriously though, send me send me these recs because I would love to support the fuck out of you, like a big old bra and your and take these sweaty so breasts the that tits? is your food, your big old floppy uh-huh. heavy breasts that are your food. I will support them with my hands <laughs> well, very, and my mouth. That's very nice of you. <laughs> wow, never say you're not a humanitarian. Humanitarian first. Yeah, I'm a humanitarian. I'm a humanitarian. <laughs> That's right. everything. I'm always thinking about how to support the girls. Uh, they absolutely. And boys. At sure. All right. Well, let's get to some emails. Here's a listener email. So in your episode about the Crystal Skulls, you guys mentioned Carrot Top. I live in Las Vegas. <gasps> I used to work all laid off due to COVID. What a time to be alive. Oh, and we're fucking, I wish I could fucking pay for a meal from you at a restaurant called Jing in downtown Summerlin. Huh. Summerlin is a fancy suburb, suburb-esque area of Las Vegas. In case you didn't know, and downtown Summerlin is actually is an essentially an outdoor shopping mall. The reason I'm telling you this is because Carrot Top is a very frequent regular at Jing. He oh. is there multiple times a week. I also find his appearance to be uh, off-putting, but to each their oh, own. Oh, come on. I mean, he's just a man of his own making. Absolutely. Ipsal- you gotta stand out in this crazy world. I haven't necessarily met tons of celebrities, but I live and work in Vegas, so what happens? And as far as celebrities go, Carrot Top is definitely pretty cool and normal. Oh. He usually comes in alone and sometimes with one or two other people and always sits at the bar. You really wouldn't even notice he's there or who he was unless you were looking for him. This is just a story about Carrot Top being a human being. But guess who also is a very frequent regular? Jing? Who? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> he's there multiple Wait times a, a week. It's Carrot Top and O.J. Simpson They're at just the same restaurant just hanging out. They're wow. just, just like two ships in the night. What do you do? True, true question. What do you do when OJ sits down? Because I have had a situation. I did one. You move I, your blonde wife to another table. You go away. You go to the farthest possible table. But we all think we're going to confront somebody, right? Like, I've done this before where 
you know, because we're in the entertainment world. Sometimes people do things publicly and you're like, that is really stupid. And then you see him at a party and the only thing you do is like, hey, you know, hey, you never. Yeah, but you like, go. Hey, thank right, you. You thank do. You. You, you keep. You do. You, you do me over here. And you know wish where the you bathroom the, is, yeah, Mister Penn, Sean Penn. W- w- wish you. Wish you the best. Um, but when OJ sits down, I I feel like I would want to say something. Like, well, at the very least, be like, no, not like take a knife away. Like something <laughs> has to happen. Unfortunately, I remember when he was staying at the hotel that we were staying for, at for my wedding, and I remember not knowing it until it was, thankfully we had already left because I know for a fact. That if I had saw him, simply because my own fucking shithead nature, I would have ended up either taking a picture of him, and I know it would have ruined everything. Yeah, yeah. He no, I, I um, yeah, no. He he's he's out there in St. Pete's. Uh, oh, great he's place in Vegas, for- and he goes shuttles back and forth. Wow. Well, of course, Vegas is where he got into a, a bit of a kerfuffle, which is why he ended up in prison, because you can kill a white woman. But never but steal a trophy. Never steal your own trophy. That will get you incarcerated. All right. And well, here's very one more. interesting. Here's one more little letter. A good friend of mine was working security on the last night of a festival, the uh, Oregon County Fair. Oh, uh, dude, I miss county fairs. OK, they uh, they got into the, the, this security in the last night of the of the festival and it ran into the early morning hours. Okay. She was working on letting cars in and out of the festival when the medics came by with a man on a stretcher who was covered in human excrement. He seemed agitated, but a medic in full PPE was holding his hand and talking him down. My friend asked one of the other medics what happened, and they said that a woman had come to them freaking out because she had been using the toilets oh, and no. heard something sloshing around in them. <laughs> These are not your regular porta potties. These are what are called the six-pack and are genuinely, and they're basically a structure of six toilets built over a large hole in the ground where all the waste is gathered. So there's one swimming uh, one swimming poop for him. Yep. And we're basically a structure uh. of six toilets built over a large hole <laughs> in the ground. This is supposed to be a more environmentally friendly method of waste disposal. I'm not sure how deep it is, but it is it's right by our stage <laughs> and come Sunday night you can smell them from pretty much far away from very, pretty much far away. Yeah. Anyways, the man had lowered himself into the six-pack potty hole. I was down there just waiting around and talking to himself. Crew members are actually oh, used to hearing stories of people trying to hide down there as a means to stay in the festival overnight. What? But this case Wait, was different. hold on. Who is performed? If they got Leonard Skinner back from the dead... I would leave as opposed to stay in a shit-filled porta potty over. How some good people, is the next band? Some people gotta see Rush because I don't know who will be at the Oregon Country Fair that is so in demand. Yeah, that I you love, couldn't I, see. I love that Tom Sawyer song too, bro. But you know, we just got there was no line to get in. You actually didn't even have to stay in the shitter. I'm just going. I'm just going to confess that I ain't here for the music. That explains the dookie hanging from your head. I'm here for the brownie canyon. <laughs> That's where I like to be. So That's this, where the chocolate's made. This man is literally in hog heaven. He's swimming around he in six heaven, hog heaven. amount of six toilet amounts of shit. So they're used to hearing these stories of people trying to hide down there, but this case was different. Medics and sanitation had to lower a ladder and convince him to come out. <laughs> when asked what he was doing down there, he simply said, I wanted to live in a world of shit. <laughs> I guess he's the only one really enjoying 2020. That comes uh, from our that from our listener. Yep. Wow. Well, good, good for hey, him. I guess. Wow. Wow. All right. I, I I don't even know how I would react if I'm taking a dump and I hear someone talking. I I guess I think hey. I would not say anything. <laughs> I think I would leave. You done yet? You done yet? I could use some. 
You got any more? I think I would leave and then shut the door and then like somehow compartmentalize it in a way and never think of it again. No, it would become a shuddering memory that every once in a while you'd like, you would be in the middle of a pleasant day. Right. Or let's say one day you have grandchildren or sure. like, you know, you're sitting out in your, yeah, I would say your, your, your big sprawling ranch style home. In yeah, Wisconsin. a bunch of dead horses around because I forgot to feed them and feed stuff. Him. No yeah. stairs. No stairs. Who needs a stair? And then yeah. you, you explain to them, well, you just sit there and you just, you, you imagine your life of success and you just imagine the, the pupil coming up from beneath the toilet bowl of just the blinking eye of him and the smiling mouth and him saying, you done yet? And you yeah. think about it forever. Got any more? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it would hit you. That memory just comes and wallops you when you least expect it. And that is the day you die. That is the day that you die. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's side stories. We hope you enjoyed it. And you know what? We went from Dookie in the ground, all the way up to space today, didn't we? And we cover it all. We covered it all. We covered every spectrum of human shit. Yep. To aliens covered in shit. Yeah. I don't know about that. (laughs) You imagine. That's what I'm saying, though. You're an alien. And let's like you're just like, what do they do? What did they do? They shit and they eat and they fuck. But that's what they say a lot of times. The aliens, they they think that we have an understanding of beauty passion and emotion that they don't which is why they have the hybrid program with us which is what they said oh. is that they need us to mother their children well they go, they, how many times they gesture i was watching carla tucker who's this woman that been abducted many times and how many times they talk about the hybrid program that the grays would have a baby and like just press it out of woman's tits well being like milk 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 well if you want to watch people who are uh, a little bit different than that watch the documentary on cubing on the Rubik's Cube. It's very interesting. Felix and Max, very cute couple there. I have no fucking clue how you got there. Yeah, well, I did. I just want you to did. recommend it. It's a beautiful, beautiful little documentary. Really it's only great. 25 minutes. Well, it's on cubing. So live your day knowing that you got you to gotta live your day knowing that there's something up there. And guess what? Something down there, too. It's not looking out for you. It's not looking out for you. No. And down there, it is looking out for you. <laughs> but it's giving you a whole look at it. And you got to laugh. You got to laugh knowing if you're shitting on a man inside of a toilet, do it with some passion. And yeah. just one's them being freaked out, absorb the news. There's a man watching your whole dilate and shit on top of him. Right. Although and sell no, it. There's no light down there. Maybe if they would just put like a sign on one toilet and be like, guy down here. And then you can make a choice if you're like, all right, I'll go shit on this guy. Yeah, I would call that sort of like... Oh, a, a troll toilet. Yeah, the troll toilet. Because you know these concerts. He's the toilet troll. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do something. Gotta do something. Now I want you to laugh, 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 just laugh. Yeah. You gotta love. You gotta love knowing for a fact that your hard-earned tax dollars are being <laughs> mushed around in several different back to slush. They are, they are, they, what they're trying to do, the money that you pay, the good money that you pay, is equal. The $1.3 trillion in taxes is equal to the uh, money that DOD loses in a month, quite often. They just lose that whoa, money. What and it's to it? going into a slush fund in order to pay for the giant spaceships that they are going to use to leave us behind. And the only thing you can do is laugh sometimes. You absolutely have to laugh. The Department of Energy and HUD. Follow the money, I suppose. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're hanging in there the best you can. Hail yourselves! Hail Satan! Magusinations, everybody. Hail me. Indeed. Hail me. I just, I just asked to be down here. I, I will. You know what? Because you told me you were down here. Yeah. I respect that, and I will poop on you. You know what, honesty? I have a lot of poop right now. You got to pee. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, you freaking monster. <laughs> I was born telling you I could be anything. <laughs> You imagine, just be like, that's not very good shit. 
That's not good shit. It's like, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space. And of course, plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.